And now, here's your host, Alessandra Torresani. I just ate 14 pierogies. I just needed to say that out loud. I had a large Chipotle bowl. <laughs> and my heart is racing. <laughs> you know when you eat a big meal right now, your heart starts to race. That's how I'm opening this. Heart. This is how I'm opening this podcast. The food that we have in. It is like so much food. People <laughs> would not believe the amount of food that Jenna and I have consumed. But the joke is, is like we're eaters to begin with. But it's. Yeah, so it's scary. You've been eating kind of like weird shit. Like you're into weird stuff, but also like very healthy and you're like active. And I eat whatever I want right now. And <laughs> David said to me yesterday, are you eating enough? Oh, <laughs> I said, excuse me, have you sir? Met? sir? Are you watching? Sir? <laughs> sir, what are you talking about? He mentioned about? in the most like, you know, not to like monitor me, but <laughs> it was like, do you see me during the day? I feel I'm like dudes have no idea. Like what Monster. you should or shouldn't be doing with your body. Or even no like idea. they can watch all the videos and all the happiest babies. And we watched recently, <laughs> um, oh my gosh, the Ricky Lake one. I told did I tell you about the Ricky Lake one? No, what's oh that? Oh my God. So the the funniest thing is Ricky Lake did um this thing. It's not it's not funny. It's like the business of babies or something. And anyways, it's basically about like opening up the world to, she had a very terrible birth, her first experience in a oh. hospital. And it was very traumatic and she had to be on tons of medicine for like 18 plus hours or something just out of control. It was very, Horrible. very, very scary. And I don't know if she had, a, I can't remember if she had a C-section. My brain just goes all over the place. So the second yeah, yeah, yeah. one, she wanted to make sure that she had kind of a more natural at home birth. So she had a doula, okay. she did it at home. She gave birth in her bathtub, like oh, one cool. of, oh, the whole okay. woo woo stuff like that, right? So it's kind of like showing like, and, and what's really interesting, and I think the coolest thing about the entire documentary is if like I'm doing an advertisement for them, but but I think that it's <laughs> like 18 years old. The coolest thing is, is the woman that directs it um, is like one of her best friends and happens to get pregnant during oh. the documentary and never had a baby before. So it's like, oh, it's really cute because she's like, oh, I'm going to do a natural birth. And she goes through this whole thing with the doula. And then at the end was like, I have to go in. And she had to have an emergency C-section. And it oh, was no. all about pivoting. And it's the weirdest thing. I don't know why I just like segued into this. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I, I, I know my job really well. <laughs> but what's interesting is I literally have used the word pivot so many times, I think this week. And in regards yeah. to my pregnancy, that's what I would say my whole life has been is like constant pivoting. And I know yes. that it's the same for you too, but like, yes, you know, totally. we just had my um, baby shower this past weekend. Um, it was a blast. It was a blast. It was wild. We had- You were a, pivoting in heels. I was it pivoting was in heels. That was not fun. I don't know um, how you were doing that. <laughs> It was a mess. I was pivoting in heels. We had RuPaul's Drag Race Delta work there, doing drag queen bingo at a performance. We had food for days. It was everything days. I wanted. We didn't even eat so the fun. cake. I ate the cake at home by myself. Whatever. That's another story. I was going to say, we got all the other great desserts, desserts but we didn't eat the cake that well, was out on presentation. I have that half I was of it left about. at home if you want to come over. So that's happening. <laughs> sure. But I'll, I'll come think take a bite. pivoting is so crucial because – 
It is. Literally 48 hours before my baby shower, 10 people all got COVID. And it was like, what? Like, I've already done the meals. Like, what are we going to do? And and right. literally, my aunt was like, you know what? You just got to pivot. And I was like, that's so weird. That that, that word You're just so keeps right. coming up over and over and over and over. In regards to the pregnancy, Jenna. Yep. First of all, welcome to Emotional Support for your second time. Thank you. So Thank fun. You. I'm just like it's living for this moment. It's been a while. For those of you who are not aware, Jenna is like ready to pop. She's sitting on a birth ball right now. She is fucking bouncing. I'm bouncing. She is living her best life and she is glowing. But Jenna, (laughs) how has the word pivot like really influenced you during this pregnancy? Yeah, I'm a control freak and a planner. Mm -hmm. Um, And so pivoting is a really (laughs) crucial. Yes, yes, confirmed. We know this. Um, A pivotal word, a pivotal word, Um, and a really important word for me because um, you have to listen to your body. You have to listen to your mind. You have to listen to the baby, right? Yeah. Your body like doesn't becomes hers. Like yes. she inhabits you and that's what you're go, you go right. with for nine months. Right. Um, most recently, um, I haven't even shared this on social media yet. Maybe, maybe it will come out before this airs, but, um, baby girl is breach right now Yep. and she is head up, feet up sometimes, feet down sometimes. It's She's whatever stretching. she wants. <laughs> Um, she's a gymnast for me. She is a gymnast. gymnast. I mean, it makes sense. It's like mother, like daughter, but I, you know, the, the pivoting was like having to slow down my body. One of the biggest things for me was I saw, um, the famous Dr. Berlin, who's a chiropractor here in LA who specializes in turning breech babies. Um, and if your pelvis is really tight, if the ligaments and the muscles around, you know, your pelvis area are really tight, which can happen to dancers, gymnasts, people who work out a lot, um, you know, they try to make room for this baby to go where she's supposed to. Right. Right. And I had to really slow down on my workouts. I had to really slow down on my body. I had to start doing these exercises. I had to pivot my whole birth plan, you know, just to like prepare myself for, whatever is going to happen and however she right. wants to come out. You well, know, and, and I think and- that that's a really scary thing too is, you know, for, you know, uh, full disclosure, Jen and I are within a couple weeks of each other of pregnancy and we'll share that story in a bit. But, you know, when <laughs> you you and I both have had these in quote unquote birth plans, I think set yes. in stone, if you will, for so long of like- yeah. I'm like, this is how I'm doing it. I'm fucking woo-woo. Like, I'm doing this. You're like, I'm doing it this way, like a smart person. Yeah. Like, I'm doing this, you know? But And then it was like, oh, wow. Like, this is changing so fast. Just kidding. Just, Just kidding. kidding. Everything that you had yeah. packed in your hospital bag, you may need to repack <laughs> because you might need to change C-section. everything for a C-section. And it's like, that was one it's of crazy. the most scary things, I think, for any pregnant person to hear. I, although I guess not because there were even a lot of people at the baby shower that were like, oh no, we scheduled that C-section and we like went in and like, yeah. got it done. Yeah. And it's like a normal thing. But I think you and I are very much in the sense where we're like, oh, we're going to do this naturally. It's our first birth. Like this is what you do. Right. And then your exactly. whole life changes in one doctor's visit. Like It totally right. messes with 
your whole I mean, emotions. I knew she was breached, but like I didn't think at the at the last doctor's appointment it was like, oh, let's talk about scheduling the C section. Right. Let's right. talk about an ECV, which is the version where they manually turn the baby. Let's talk about all those things. You're like, oh shit, this is real. Exactly. And you didn't know what an ECV was. I still didn't know what no. an ECV was. Can you Nobody explain about what them. that is? Because I don't understand. Yeah. St- I mean, I understand, but I would like people to really understand because yes. it's it's scary. Yeah, and you it's, don't it's know. a dying it's a dying art too. I will say, like like breech births are a dying art. Not a lot of doctors are trained in them. A lot of California doctors are not even allowed to legally do them anymore. Wow. Um, and ECV is a procedure that usually happens after thirty seven weeks because then that's when the baby is considered full term. So. Um, because some of the risks that come with the ECV are you could go into labor, your placenta could erupt, um, you know, a, a multitude of things. Right. So an ECV is where you actually go into the hospital and um, a doctor or specialist gives you a muscle relaxer, basically, and then manually takes their two hands around the baby on your stomach, pushes down and turns the baby. It sounds really scary. I know a lot of people that I've asked about this process who have either considered it and not gone through with it or gone through with it have mentioned um, it's traumatic, it's painful, it's hard. Um, That's, those are really hard words to hear when you're talking about your first baby. Like, um, and Dr. Berlin actually was really amazing at kind of like reframing that for me. He's like, everybody's different. Yeah. Every baby's going to be different. ECVs are going to be so easy for some people and not work at all for others. The the success rate is about 50%. Mm-hmm. Um, and about 50% of women who have breech babies opt in to do it. So it's gotcha. not a huge number. Right, right. And that's why a lot of people aren't, don't know what they are. And, and it does not talked about. Because- yeah. Well, and you know, something that I learned in my <laughs> hypnobirthing class is, and it's something that I always forget, but something that Sturgis always remembers to enforce mm-hmm is if someone like shares a traumatic experience in their birth, like afterwards, he'll say, he'll like have a conversation with me and be like, so X, Y, and Z said this and that they had this, you know, awful experience and it was the worst thing in the world. I reject that, you know, and you're Mm. supposed to be like, I, I, you know, I reject that experience. And so I always am like, oh my God, like the fear builds in, right? Because first of all, living with mental illness and then like on top of it, you're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. But we've literally been trained so much now to be like, I reject that that happened to you because that's your experience. And I'm sorry you went through that experience, but that's not going to be my experience. it's not my journey. And it's exactly, exactly, it's not my journey, honey. It's not my journey. And (laughs) I love when people share these experiences, like, Eden, for instance, you know, she had such a a, a wild birthing experience of, you know, the first, you know, baby A, as she says, baby A was a vaginal and then baby B came out C-section. And it's just like, Mm. and this whole story, right? That's how we start like emotional support, like the the pregnancy journey, you know, if you will. Um, That's how we start the episodes of talking about it. And it's not like I can't understand and appreciate that I do. And I'm so blessed that she shares these things, but it's like, oh no, I'm not going to, I'm not walking into my birthing experience thinking that that's going to happen with that, taking that with me. Right. And I think that that's, you know, that was like another version of pivoting, right? Like, it's like, okay, you know, like this is what, and, and God forbid I need to have a C-section in an emergency. You do it. 
right? Because exactly. you got to pivot and you got to move forward. That's right. Well, that's it. It's like scheduling the ECV. I so I scheduled it. I'm I'm not necessarily doing no, it. No, because you can always yet. cancel. I can cancel. My doctor said I can cancel up until the moment I hit that table. Right. Um, and that's pivoting. You know, that's yeah. going today. I, I wake up every day and I feel differently about it. Um, and so it's like pivoting to your instincts at that yeah. time. And then also just pivoting in what you had planned versus what's what's really happening and what hurt. Literally, I just keep saying this is she's going to tell me what her journey is. No matter what, it's she's Listen, coming out. You have for no better control. Or for no, I have zero control. <laughs> I I can control, you know, my inversions and going on the yoga ball and sure. doing all these things to try. But um, you know, at the end of the day, it's like I have to I have to listen to her and I have to pivot to what, you know, what's gonna be right. Yeah, and I will say the best thing about her is that she's super happy right now. She's just like relaxed. She is so cozy. She's so comfortable. She's telling me she is cozy. She is cozy. And I think that that is the biggest issue that we are having right now is we're like, why are you so comfortable? This is too much. Stop being so cozy. Stop being so cozy. Well, what I really like, I have to say it was so funny because I was like, oh yeah, like Jenna, like we'll have on the show afterwards so we can talk about like what it's like, like being like such close friends and like having this experience together. And Sturgis was like, why don't you have Jenna on to talk about, you guys have literally been together you know, at least once a week, you talk every single day, you're weeks apart yeah. from each other. You need to yeah. share this experience of like, you were the first yeah. person of a, a very small group of people in one evening that found out that I was yes. pregnant and pregnant. vice versa. And it's That's just right. like, I can't even imagine. So I quickly want to share that story because I think that it's really Please cute. Do. It's so good. <laughs> I think it's really cute. It's so and good. I love like giving a shout out to um, Eleanor and to Jenna, Jenna Gold, um, because Jenna Gold. there's two Jennas in our life, um, because I just think it's so cute. So basically you came over to the house. We were having a Thanksgiving dinner, like a Friendsgiving. It was just seven of us. Um, right. <laughs> I remember... <laughs> We had talked about, I think, for about a year before what it would be like being, you know, pregnant, like what the journey mm -hmm. was like. You had gotten married and you were like, we're going to start trying. And I remember, yeah. well, I actually, on a side note, I remember going back way back. And I remember saying to you at a dinner with the girls being like, oh, it's so weird. Like, what's this thing? Like when you like, like, Ellie, did you like bleed or spot or uh -huh. anything you know when you were uh -huh. when you were pregnant and she in was your like, first trimester no and I'm like oh my god this happened to me oh my god oh my god oh my god and I'm secretly and in like that two moment weeks pregnant. I was trying at that time we were trying at that time I don't think I was pregnant yet no, or, you had or, to no I must have been pregnant yeah, you were. that's right but you when you asked that I said is she pregnant Oh my and God. then no, it I didn't even... disappeared from my brain. It went away. Went away. It went away. Because you're like, oh no, that's called implantation. And I was like, how does Jenna know yeah. that? That's crazy. And I literally, stupid yeah. me was like, no, she's not pregnant. I'm like, she just knows things because she she's like smart. Like she knows things. <laughs> and so like that was the first like indication of like me trying to like suss out the situation because I yes. had known so many pregnant people around me, but I hadn't known the nitty and gritty and real, like the terminology yes. and like all of this stuff. Who does until you become pregnant and have to deal with that? You well, know, you knew a lot of shit. You knew a lot. 
I have a lot of pregnant. I had a lot of pregnant friends. You knew a lot. Let me let me just. You knew a lot. You know a lot about the toys and about the technology <laughs> and about this thing and some boppy and this and that. I'm like looking around the house. I'm like, she knew fair all enough. the snoo. I was like, I don't know what. Fair enough. This is. Fair enough. But yes, but to be fair, you're right. Like until you experience it yourself, you don't really know fully the thing. Right. You're not immersing yourself in it. Exactly. So I had people over for Thanksgiving. We. We're like so excited and I was literally in my like emotional support dirty sweatshirt that had stains all over it. I had dirty sweatpants on. I didn't even have time to change. Like everyone comes over looking really cute and I was like, okay, I'm not prepared for this. The mashed potatoes were in the oven. I was like, shit is burning yes. right now. Like what is going on? <laughs> and Ellie goes, let's take a family photo. Excuse me? Excuse when have we ever taken a family photo? What? When have we ever taken a family photo, first of all? Secondly, that girl was looking too cute, okay? She was looking too cute, and I was not I was not happy. I was like, I said, come in sweats. Um, <laughs> I came in sweats. I listened because I was ill. You listened because you were very ill. And it was so cute, and Ellie's like, I'll take a picture of you guys. And I was like, I don't understand what's going on. These mashed potatoes are burning in the oven right now. Like, we have so much going on. Why are we taking this picture right now? Ellie, you're not even in the picture, so what's the point? Like, this is so stupid. And you can see, now looking back at it, how frustrated I was and how I cannot yes. hide my emotions in this video. So the whole time she's secretly actually videotaping us and she goes, everyone say, Jenna's having, a Jenna's pregnant or Jenna's having Jenna's a baby? Jenna's pregnant, yeah. Jenna's pregnant. pregnant. And I was like, what? And the fact that this is on video, like, there's a part of me that's cold. like, oh, I want to share. And there's a part of me that's like, I never want to share this moment because I am so embarrassed. Like what a bitch I was <laughs> at first. Like with You my kept friend being group. like, well, first you kept being like, just get in the photo. We'll do a self timer. We'll do a self timer. I was, I was like, like, I'm we'll the queen of timers. <laughs> yeah, I'm the queen of timers. I do all self time. That's how I do my photos. I don't depend on anyone. And all oh of a sudden, God. like she says this, I and I, my emotions got the best of me and I started hysterically crying because, hysterically crying. Yeah, I, I was like, it was that ugly cry because <laughs> it was so weird for me. I, you know, my journey with, with pregnancy was, you know, I had to get off my medication and you guys were the only ones that really knew that I was weaning off my medicine. And it was like really right. tough. It was really tough. And, yeah. and I was just having a really hard time and not like a manic time. I was just like, I didn't realize how You're hard it was. Lot. Yeah, I didn't realize how hard it was going to be to really change what something that my body had been used to for 13 plus years um, and yeah. doing that. Yeah. So I got so overwhelmed. And I also made a promise with Sturgis that we weren't going to tell his parents till Christmas, which then therefore we weren't going to tell anyone until probably January. <laughs> so I thought, oh my God, Jen is so far along. Like, I'm not going to say anything. But I got so emotional. I looked at Sturgis with these big, like, like puppy dog eyes, and he's like, "Okay." And I go, "We're pregnant too." Like <laughs> this, like, and that's on voice. video. The look is on video. Yes. I, I saw the whole thing. It's yes. the journey is really. It's all documented, which is pretty amazing. It's but pretty amazing. It was a lot because then you see Jenna Gold on the floor, and like she's like crying, and then you see Ellie crying. My jaw's on the ground. You're like, I don't know if I'm gonna throw up or start crying. Like, what is going on right no, exactly. now? Like, but I truly believe that you were so far along. And then when you told me your due date, and I said my due date, and it was like literally the same, and I was like, what? 
Like, and then I, I was know. so mad. I was like, why did you say something so early? <laughs> we couldn't hold on to it. We we put a cog in the wheel. Because the joke was, is you were working at the time and you were working yes. on a show and we can't say what the show is mm-hmm. yet because it's not it's not out yet and it hasn't been announced yet. Yep. But it was enough of the of a of a production, I will say, of a show where to yes. me, I was like, there's no way in hell that Jenna is pregnant because there's no way her body so could really handle physically taxing. That's so right. physically taxing, so much energy, so many long hours. I was like, there's no way that Jenna could be able to to, to put her body through that. So the totally. fact that you put your body through that and it <laughs> happened at the same time, it's like uh, my mind was, was racing. My mind was racing. <laughs> yeah. I was like, how did this happen? So that's the cutest story of all time as far as I'm concerned <laughs> for my pregnancy. There's no better like announcement that we ever had. Like I just I think it's so special. It and that we got to go through so many steps of the journey together and like thank learning goodness. like you and I have to say I have to thank you so much because you know you are just a t- like a tad like hair ahead of me um and so things that you were going through you would be like oh this happened to me so I almost like yeah. was prepared you know and I felt mm-hmm. like there was a support system and a group there that I could mm-hmm. be like oh, okay like I'm yeah. not doing this alone right I'm not yeah. doing this alone. I mean and you were behind me but I still felt the same way like right. I felt like I wasn't doing this alone and you know like just to bounce things off and you're like I don't want to bother non-pregnant people right now with all of my woes yeah but if I can talk to a pregnant friend right like they get it right they get it because it's all consuming so right. they just and get then it every time a celebrity would announce that they were pregnant Jen and I had like this like inside text and we're like <laughs> Oh, well, there you go. Another one. Yep. There's another yep. one. There they are. Another one taking the spot There's at the so many. There you go. There you go. This is happening. Okay. Taking the well, spot the at the Well, the truth is like, you know, they're like, well, you're, of course, you're noticing all these pregnant people. You're surround, you're pregnant. So, you know, it's like when you, when you mention a white car and then you see all white cars. Sure. No, everybody is pregnant right now. Everyone is pregnant everybody right now. Everybody is pregnant right the now. The coolest people are pregnant right now too. And I'm like, Rihanna. Rihanna, like really, like there's no competition like after that. No, but I have to ask, you know, so, you know, what's really fun about this is that we're recording this like right when you and I are like at the final steps of everything. Um, Yeah. Even though it's going to come out before the the, the other ones, you know, no, 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 not baby, not baby coming out before. No, 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 no. No, I mean, maybe. Right. No, but they're cooking. They're still cooking. But I'm They're saying still cooking. the episode will come out before when I started recording, like during my third trimester, you know, but this is towards Got the it. end. So we're going to go a little forward and backwards here. But what I've learned and the, the the top thing that I've learned from every mom specialist, you know, nutritionist, um, postpartum mm-hmm. depression specialist, you know, doctors, who, mm-hmm. whomever it may be, the one commonality that I've learned is how lonely a pregnancy is. And how no matter what, how close you are to your friends, no matter how many pregnant people you are around, no matter if you have the best support system in your partner, it doesn't matter. You feel so alone. Is this something that you've experienced as well? Yeah. I mean, probably not to the degree that I think you've expressed at times, but, um, but definitely, I mean, going back to even in my first trimester and doing that secret show that I can't talk about. Um, it's one of those things that like, you're not, there's this thing that you're not supposed to tell people that you're pregnant in your first trimester, right? Because 
the likelihood that it, you know, um, that this carries something wrong is high. Um, and I think that's, I don't agree with that. I don't normally naturally agree with that just because it's so isolating. Yep. Um, but I did it cause like, you know, when you're on a new show, like you have hundreds of crew sure. members around you people. I don't know these people. I'm no. not telling them that. And also like, you don't know who to trust. So it was really lonely. Um, thank goodness I had an ally there. Um, I worked with a friend who I was able to confide in and just say, Hey, like if anything happens, just, you know, this is what's going on. And, um, I just, I did feel like I had somebody there, but again, it's like all these moving pieces around you and you're the only one who knows how to take care of yourself and to protect yourself. Um, and that was really isolating. And then, you know, throughout the pregnancy, it's like, you just, you don't want to bug people. You're going through your own journey. Everybody is so different. Your experience is so different from my experience. And like, you know, there's just this feeling of like nobody, pe- women get it. Um, your partner's ama- like, they're amazing, but they don't get it. They're yeah. men. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and, and it's really, um, it's really hard. It's really, really hard. Um, and then on top of it, you know, we're renovating our house and we're going through all of this stuff right now. That's like very external. Um, and I felt like all I wanted was like a couple of months before she comes to just relax and, and be at peace with myself and my adult own self that I know now. And I think people are like, oh, you'll be fine. We'll be close to that. We'll, we'll get it done by then. And I'm like, but, but you don't get it. Like, I really wanted this time and people don't get that. And that was really isolating for me because um, I just kept saying, people don't get it. People don't get it. Um, I say that all the time. I just wanted that time. Yeah. I just want to like lay on my couch in silence, like with nothing around me um, to appreciate this time. So that was really uh, difficult as well and challenging. Well, and I think also for you, you know, like you said at the beginning that, you know, you, you know, love being in control and you love like knowing what to do and you're a type A personality, like very much like me, like we're very, like Mm -hmm. we're not, I wouldn't say you're a control freak. I really wouldn't. I would say that Mm -hmm. you're someone that, that is organized, that likes things Mm -hmm. done, that likes it a certain Mm -hmm. way. Like I would not put it in a bad category like that. Like I would truly Mm -hmm. like, I think like what your special skills are, like are incredible. And that's, what's going to make you such an amazing mom is because you mm. are going to have all your ducks in a row and you're going to be like, okay, this is what's going to happen. We can figure this yeah. out. Like you're someone that in an, in an emergency, you're like, okay, I know what I can do. Like, here's all the steps, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is, is a quality that, for saying it, that. Yeah, but it's true, yeah. but it's a quality you should be very proud of because I think that, mm-hmm. and I think maybe, you know, it goes a lot. I mean, a lot of actors are like this because you know, yes, we're all creative types and like wild and crazy, but we do all need a sense of control because it's like, that's, yes. that's, it's the only way we can control our life. Right. Cause there's no control of right. what job you have next, what audition you're going right. to get. Like if someone's going to like you, yes. what the I press think, is going to write about you. I think it's like you. the sense of stability in some way that you can, you can control the few things that you can in your life. Totally. This is one of them that I'm like, I want to be able to control this and pregnancy is just the complete opposite of it's that. It's just absolutely the complete opposite. And I think that this is something that you've particularly <laughs> seen, even in the sense where, you know, like for me, you know, I had the the um, the low placenta where I couldn't even 
They were like, we we, right. we prefer you to not even really walk around, but just around the block. And they were like, because we don't know what's going to happen. And I'm like, Jenna, like, what is going on? Like, I don't I know. know. What's going on. And for you, like that, like and for me, for me, that was not a big deal because I'm not a worker outer. I'm like, I'm a dancer, yes. but I've realized like I am not safe dancing the way that I would be able to dance, right. you know what I mean? As a pregnant person right now, like for my body, that's fine. And for you, for sure. like you are Miss Queen of Jumping, you know, you yes. you were on the Today Show, okay? For anyone that doesn't know this, <laughs> she was on the Today Show jumping, not once, but twice, because I've seen it twice on the Today <laughs> Show. I love Hoda and Jenna so much as my favorite. Um, I was thrilled to see that. <laughs> oh my God. But 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 it's true where you're like, you, you are doing this every single day. You're keeping your body fit. You're yeah. keeping your mind sane because that's your like, that's how you keep so stable. Right. Yeah. Right. And you couldn't do that for anymore. Me. And they're like, no, because guess it's what? <laughs> like, no, 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 no. Baby's not allowing no. that anymore. And I mean, that's exactly. kind of You're a relinquishing like, just control. And what did you too. end up doing like for your mental health? Like, because exercise is something that is so important for your mental health. Like you've talked about this on yes. the podcast before. Like you've talked about this. What did you end yeah. up doing that's really been helping you that may be different? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I still have to move my body. That's that's like key. I think that's reminding myself that it doesn't matter what it is. It's just that I'm moving my body. Yeah. So the balancing is no longer serves us right now, and it doesn't serve the birth plan that I'm working towards. Sure. Um, and hoping for. So um, I've done a lot of yoga. We've done a lot of stretching. I do a lot of move like hip movements and and lots of like rolling out, and it feels um good enough that I'm doing enough for myself mm. and I'm doing and I know that it's doing I'm doing this for both me and baby right um so I just have to remember that that's enough right yeah. now because sometimes like the workouts like I haven't obviously been able to work out the way I normally work out for many many months and um and that's okay like I I actually didn't struggle with that as much as I thought I would mm. um and I think it's just because like I know this is all for her like you know, there's yeah. nothing you can do, and and that's okay too. Um, like, you but know, that's she's such a great mindset right to have. No, but honestly, that's yeah. such a great mindset, and I think that it's important for you to have that mindset, like going into it, because yeah. a lot of, I know for me, there was a lot of things that I was like, oh, I don't know how I could change. I mean, not that I was over there like drinking or anything, but you know what I mean. Like I'm like, <laughs> you know, but but certain things I was like, oh, lifestyles change. Yeah, lifestyle yeah, changes. Exactly. It's it's really tricky and it's really difficult. And I right. have to say also, like you know, it's really been hard, and I know it has for you too. But you know, there's there's this weird thing of you always feel like you're never gonna be good enough as a mom, right? Or you're never gonna be prepared mm -hmm. enough, or you never know. And I have to right. tell you, like. I spoke about it on the podcast before where I like, had, I forgot who I was talking to. And I was saying how like I was at a lunch with, with, you know, you and Ellie and Jenna and like Ellie knows this product and you know this product. And I'm like, I, I felt like, oh my God. And it was the first time that we had ever really talked about baby products right now, to be fair, mm -hmm. like our other friend has, you know, a, a toddler at this point, mm -hmm. almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you surrounded yourself with so many babies and have seen all the technology yeah. and stuff. And to My be family, fair, yeah. like, this is your world as well is like, people send you stuff and you are like, fucking try it like, out. Yeah. You try it out. Like exactly. that is what you do. So you know all this. And for me, yeah. I was like, 
I don't even know where I purchase a stroller. Like what? And I remember this feeling of like, it wasn't judgment mm. by any means, but it was this, I was so scared and so insecure mm. leaving like, like leaving lunch being like, oh my God, panic. what am I going to do? And it was a full panic. panic. And Sturgis was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, I just don't know anything. And I don't know how I'm mm -hmm. going to take care of a baby. And like, I can't <laughs> even take care of myself. And like, is my mm -hmm. mom going to be there? And like, are you going to be there? And it's so overwhelming. You know, what would you say? And that's isolating, right? And it's isolating because he's like, yeah. you're fine. Like, it's not a big deal. Yeah. And he wants to be super supportive. You figure it out. Right? But yeah. we figure it out. And like, at that point, it was so early in the pregnancy where I, I didn't realize like, yes, you know what? You do figure everything out. And like, once again, here totally. comes the word pivot, like the word of the, the episode. I don't know why <laughs> this is like the word of the episode, but it it's is, true. Though. But I didn't yeah. know what that meant yet. And it's interesting for me to look at this episode now, opposed to the one that where I talk about that, how how different my mentality where you was. Are. Yeah, like, yeah. have you, did you ever feel that way, like where you were in my position around other moms, like maybe for instance, cause you have so many friends that are, that are moms or that were pregnant or that, you know, yes, maybe know that world. Did you ever yeah. feel that way? Um, well, first I wanna say like, I, I think it's important when we're talking about pivoting to also talk about like resistance. Like yeah. that's, where, I love that's that. where that comes in and like, you know, resisting the things that like you can't control. That yeah. was like the biggest thing I had to like kind of give up in order to easily pivot all the time. Um, just wanted to add that in before I lost no, my train I, I of think, thought. But, no, I know. think that's so important. I think we don't talk about that enough. Because everything is like, oh, you, you could resist it and be like, oh, this is my, the way I wanted it and this is how yeah. I needed it and blah, blah, blah. But like at the end of the day, like we're not gonna, we you don't know, have it's not gonna serve you in any way. No. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's only going to make your life harder. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, it's interesting. I don't, I mean, I get scared my own right for things like, um, I think I have this idea because I know so, I did know so much about yeah. um, plans and babies and sleep training and yeah. products and all these things. You, and you like, do know that. For such a long time, you're like, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to, figure it out like weed all the stuff out to get to where I what works for me right um and that was really like you're like what where the hell do I begin like yeah. where do I even begin yeah um I knew like almost too much information <laughs> like oh, I felt like over prepared right 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 yeah and like there was so much that like all these moms and and the thing was coming at me you're going to, you know, this is the product you want. And this is the thing you want. And I knew what they all were. And mm. I knew I wanted them. But like they're, the baby business is, it's crazy. Just there's so many products for everything. And they're all to make your parent, like the parent's life easier, right? Sure. But at the end of the day, like, you know, that's not, one thing is not going to make my life easier than it is going to make somebody else's. And they're right. going to say like, like, for example, I asked like four different friends for the red to look at my registry and just give me advice on my registry. Right. Everybody's was so astronomically different. Like opinions. I was so overwhelmed. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I'm not even going to do a registry because this is like, who knows right. what's right? Because right. we don't know what's right. Um, so I was almost overprepared, which yeah. makes sense for me. Um, it does. <laughs> and, <laughs> and the thing is, like, I learned even in pregnancy for my body, for food, for nutrition, for fitness, 
everything that I had learned um, and been told by other parents, it, it only works for you. You have to only decide, yeah. you have to block out the noise and you have to just do what is for you. I found I was debunking a million myths, a million things on what to eat, what not to eat, how to how to go about this. Um, I mean, even with the breech baby, everybody and and God bless them, like everybody's so supportive and wants to help. Yeah. But everybody's like, oh my God, the moxibustion works 90% of the time. Go do that. And I'm like, I've done it three times. It didn't work for right. me, but like, thank you so much. Right. right. Um, and so there's just all of this information being like literally splat in my face. And I'm like, I have to, I have to put up the wall of like, you know, the moat and the wall, the castle walls and go yeah. like, I know what's good for me. I know it's good for her. And, uh, and just weed out the rest because it was almost like yeah. overwhelming. And I was, I was anxiety ridden by how much I was getting at once. Oh, totally. And I feel like that's the anxiety that I, that I go to sleep with where I'm just like, Oh my God, if I don't have this like technology, like this, like the baby's going to die. Right. Like that's like the extreme that I go to. Right. Exactly. Like, why? I don't know. Like there's so many other reasons, things and behaviors no, that you, cause this. But, but for me, I'm yeah. like, Oh, the one pillow or something that doesn't work, you know? Um, and, but, and you're like, Oh my God, if I don't bring this to the hospital, like this isn't going to you yep. know, happen. And I'm like, it's, it's fine. Like, you know, but, it, but it's so true. And it's like, even like with, with names, right? Like, I think the smartest thing that I learned <laughs> what you did was Our not names. sharing your name with what your baby is because I still don't know the name of my child. And it's so <laughs> frustrating because Stern just goes, oh, well, we'll know when we know. And I'm like, will we? Because it's will been we? nine months and we don't know. So I don't think we will. I can't laugh. Um, I'm going to pee. <laughs> I mean, oh, don't worry. I peed my pants yesterday on a walk uh, and then we saw my neighbor and he wished me happy Mother's Day. I just and I pee was my like, pants all the time. <laughs> oh, it was a mess. But but I understand it because there's, and there's also certain things that you want to keep sacred to yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there was a moment where I was like, I don't think I'm going to share what the sex of my baby is. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But but it's like at some point you're like, well, fuck it, who cares? Like, Whatever. what does it matter? Yeah. Like, what does it matter? Yeah. I'm not like, I, it, it's not a big deal. But yeah. I will say that people are very opinionated about what you do and what you don't do with your child and with your pregnancy. And it will continue when, when they're born. And listen, I can't wait till we get like to the conversation of like toddler and then you come back and then we have that conversation because that yeah, be, like, exactly. really entertaining. But people are very judgmental. <laughs> and like, I learned this in my journey with my mental health, like even just doing the interview with people magazine, you know, like I mm -hmm. felt like I was defending myself through every conversation right. that I had with the, with, with the, you know, the, the, the editor and I, which is crazy because she was wonderful and lovely, but I just like, sure. And, and there was no judgment, but it's in my internal society pressure. Like, sure. Yes. Like internally, I'm just so used to there always being some sort of judgment, like as just, I guess as an actress in general, you know, that I was expecting yeah. everything and I felt very defensive about everything. But yeah. I think that there is something really good about keeping something like a name private because um for instance i'm gonna give a shout out to my friend simon um who yeah um, let's see at my baby shower when i when i recommended a name i i said a name that was a top list oh no he goes Vito, oh, no. and oh! i go excuse me and he goes Vito, and i was like i i'm sorry what and 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 we, like did you have this baby are you I, having I this baby like, you know what no one should share their baby's name 
Just you know what? You should share your baby's name because it's gonna get vetoed. That's why. And that's why. That's why. And then Xander goes, Oh, Vito. He goes, That's a great name. And I was, oh my God, I cannot, you guys, you two are just this Will and Grace comedy hour. But 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 it's yeah, right? true. It's like you we feel this constant judgment. We feel this like, is it good enough? Mm-hmm. Is it not good enough? And I, you know, I listened to the episode that you were on with, with, um, it's a lot of pressure with that you were on with <laughs> Kayla Ewell on Directionally yeah. Challenged. Love that podcast. I was on it. I was so lucky. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because she's pregnant with her second. And so it's so mm-hmm. fun to hear like kind of her story with all of this and how like, how re- she's very relaxed. And like, even seeing her at your baby shower, so like, she was like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. And I was like, no big deal. Like. Girl, I'm huffing and puffing over here. But it's funny, right? How different it is, like from the first baby to the second baby. Like how the things that she did, like maybe you wouldn't do, or maybe you would follow along to do it. And it's all about just remembering we are all individuals. We all have our own journey and in life. And same goes for for baby. Baby has their own journey as well. And I think that that's what you have to constantly remember. You know, you do. There's just so much information out there and there's so many people and opinions and things that you'll people tell you you need and we shouldn't do and should do. And that's that is why we kept the name so close. And I mean, our grandparents, the grandparents, every time we see them still holding that name close to the vest. And you're like, yes, it will be that because we're almost there Um, because the amount of opinions that even David and I had alone on the names that came out of our mouths were like, knew that person, hated them, <laughs> knew Listen, a person, that's my ex, I absolutely not. I too many yes. people with too many names that I just hate and and right? saying no to those people who are, oh. I don't care about your experience. This is my this experience is my and this experience. is my baby. And no. and I love this name. So we're going to love this name. You know, my friend Amanda, you know, Amanda Makuga, she has um, this adorable toddler named Rosie. Oh my God, and, Rosie's the cutest. Um, the most beautiful eyelashes. I, I paid for those eyelashes. I do pay for those eyelashes. I do eyelashes. pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> <So you're sorry. laughs> she, um, she is, they, they were calling baby Rosie before Rosie was born. Um, they just, they came out with the name. Oh, and really? when I, we told them we were pregnant, she said either, you know, you could go the route we are going, which we're, you know, the name is n- never Set to be in spoken until right. she, she comes out. Um, or, you know, you just say, this is the name. Right. There's no like, oh, we're we're teetering between the two, right, right. like because then people have opinions. But if you're Ugh. like, oh no, we picked a name. She goes, nobody could tell us like, oh, we hate that name. She's like, some people did anyway, but right. she's like, that's the name. So get used to it. Get used. And to And that it. was kind of that. That right. was kind of their. It's mentality, like leaving the option like, out that I think is the biggest yeah. problem. Yeah. No, that's yes. very interesting. Yeah. Too many. Teeter, t- teetering. It's too much. so interesting. So no, I think that that's that's a really good point. It's like don't give them the option. So I feel like mm, I still yeah. gotta work. That's on where the name. we're not pivoting. We're not pivoting the name. So it's <laughs> well, I'm very excited. To find where out the are name you guys? Are you guys still teetering? Yeah, I mean, you're uh, how teetering. Many we have z- now. Everything's back to ground zero. So you know, the oh, one name no. we were into got vetoed so many times yeah. at a baby shower <gasps> that I was like, okay, no. I guess that's not gonna work. So, you know, but you know, another thing that I wanted to ask about, because I went back and I listened to our first episode and I was like, I want to like, like, 
it was such a trip because I did it with Eden too, right? Because Eden was the first person I ever interviewed on my podcast. She's going to be the first person with the pregnancy. Oh my gosh. And then you were the second person. So you're going to be the second person with the pregnancy. So it's like really Yay. cool. And it's it's wild how much we've evolved in, in just a couple of years. It's it's pretty Feels bananas. like a really long time ago. We feels, did like that. Really, <laughs> feels like a really long time ago. Um, but it was That's interesting. Great. One of the questions that I had asked you and that we had talked about and which you had also talked about in, in, in the Directionally Challenged podcast, but we were talking about adoption on emotional support, being like, what is it like for you when we were talking about the experience of like mental illness? Like for me, we said that we know that I live with bipolar disorder and I can track it back to my father and then I can track it back to mm-hmm. his mother, right? That there's there's a pattern there. And like I yep. was saying how, I, oh, you know, all my cousins, like, you know, they, yeah. they are all adopted as well. And some of them have really gone on such a far journey to find their family and find their birth family. Others yeah. are like, no, I'm cool. Like, I don't need yeah. to know, you know, what's it like for you to not know, like, you know, mental disorders or ADD or ADHD and whatever. And like, do you ever wonder yeah. that it came from whatever your, your, your family, your history? Yeah. Your foundation. Yeah. That was a question that I had asked you and you were like, I never thought of that. That was your response, which I thought was the most Mm. like honest, genuine response. Cause I talked to Kevin Hines about this. Um, Mm. Darren Chris's cousin, he was on my podcast and we had talked about, cause he had listened to your episode cause he was talking about the same thing for him that he had no idea that his family lived with bipolar disorder. So he had found it out later on in life when he went to search. So is there anything that you like kind of, not you wanting to go back to see like, oh, I wonder what this journey is. But is there anything in the significance of like, oh, something could be wrong with the baby. I want to know genetically. Was there any interest of like wanting to do like a 23andMe because of that or any sort of desire to learn more and not for you to meet your birth parents, but more just on the genetic, you know, genetic side of it? Does that make sense? Yeah. No, yeah. for sure. Yeah. It's still something that I don't think about all the time. And it's interesting that that was my response back then when you asked isn't that, me that. Because it probably would have been. Yeah. I probably, had I not known, would have said the same thing today. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, definitely. I think um, I've done 23andMe. But in order to do the the genetic search for family, you have to turn the button on. And they oh. just give you information on family. And it's, it's again, like I chose not to do the birth search for that reason, right? Like I would have done a birth search then. I would have turned something on already. Um, But yes, for health reasons, like, I don't know, this is like the quintessential thing. So when you go to the doctor and they ask you about your family history or you, you fill out all the forms on the paper and they ask you your history. Everything that I do is N.A. Like right. I just literally cross out the whole page. Right, right. And like you don't even think people don't think about that. Right. No. They're like, oh, I know I have cancer in my family. I know I have bipolar disorder right, in my right. family. Like that's asthma, whatever. Right. Um, I just don't know. And so it, it's scary. I mean, and luckily being baby centric, you know, I did the genetic testing and nothing came up that right. was uh, which was good. So David didn't have to do it. Right. Um, and we didn't have to worry about, you know, matching for yeah. some, you know, something. Um, so we were very lucky there, but, um, I am interested for the sole reason of like the medical history of my family. Yeah. Um, 
and for her and her safety. Right. Um, and that's why like, it's really cool to have stuff like cord blood, you know, clamping at this point yes. in banking. Yeah. And like, I normally probably wouldn't have done that in the past. Like, right. it's just not something that I feel I would be like, oh, cool. That, this that's is really cool. It. We don't need right. to do that. It's very worth it for me now because yeah. especially because I don't know my history um, and I don't know my health history, my family's health history. It's even more important to me that we do something like that to ensure and protect her future if she ever, God forbid, needed something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I definitely <laughs> the adoption thing has definitely become a much more prevalent um I don't want to say issue because that's kind of like it's not an issue, kind of negative no. connotation. No. It's just um, a more prevalent thought in my mind yeah. than it ever has been before in my whole life. Yeah. Um, because, you know, even on when I spoke on directly challenged to Kayla about it, it's like, who knows what she'll want to dig up in the future when she's old enough. Right. And, who and knows? And that's great. Do, that's on her. You know, absolutely. Right. That is on her. Um, she has every right to do that, and I fully support her. And at that point, my parents wouldn't be alive anyway. <laughs> so, like, right. it's not like there's some kind no, of connection where I, I'd no. have to be involved. No. But, um, but absolutely, like, the the questions of health history, of mental, mental health history yeah. um, definitely come to play. You know, David, um, I'm sure he would – be okay with me saying this like he has a history of depression in his family yeah um in some ways and so like you know it's just things that you don't well, it's have something to that really you can look out about. for you know what i mean yes, you look out absolutely. for in the future it's not something that's like exactly. right now in the moment because you're right there is the genetic testing that you get done and then they make sure that you're okay so then your partner's okay and then they don't have to right. give you shots and all the stuff and I'm, sure. you know, because of you, literally, you open up my eyes to the cord blood registry. And I think that that is so cord blood, you know, and tissue don't. Banking, banking yeah. Banking, it's cool. Sorry. Yeah. I think it's so cool. I'm actually having a specialist from Via Cord come on to talk about it, to explain oh, it. Yeah, because it's something that I had no idea about. And I'm learning so much on, on the importance and significance. And, you know, autism yeah. is very prevalent in my family. And they've been mm. doing so much research and development and been able to help out a lot of people actually with autism specifically. Um, and so wow. it's been, yeah, so it's been something that for me, I was like, oh, wow, this is very important. You know what I mean? I did not cool. realize how important it was to me. Um, yeah. But I you're right. Because it's not about like, look, we it's it's open knowledge on this show. Like, I don't talk to my dad. I don't talk to anyone on his side of the family. Like, for all intents and purposes, like they, they like, mm -hmm. I'm not saying that it's like they're all dead, but I'm just saying like, they're not like, they're so on like another level of, of separation mm -hmm. from me and my life that I might as well, you know, it may well, may as well be an adoption where I don't know anything about them because I don't know anything <laughs> about them at this point. Like it's been so long. I I've known my life longer without him than with him. Right. in, in that side sure. of the family. So, you know, and if, if my child wanted to meet that side of the family, sure, go for it. Like, that's on you. You know what I mean? And I will help you with that that right. moment and when you're ready. Right. Um, but it's more about, like, for me, it was about the genetic thing because the bipolar disorder, right. while he never got on medication and he was never officially diagnosed in the sense, mm -hmm. you know, I knew mm -hmm. the history and the conversations and the fights and the issues that went on and the behaviors yeah. that it all made right. sense, you know, and it all came right. together. 
So that's what kind of I, I always am very interested in. And But it was totally. so wild to go back and listen to that episode. And you were like, oh, my God, I never even <laughs> thought about that. I, I like, probably wouldn't wild? have thought about it again. I know. It is wild. It is wild. It and then it's a different context now, right? You know, Totally different context now. Like so It's a totally different context now. Well, Jenna, <laughs> is there any advice that you can give to those who are out there, whether pregnant, surrogate, adoption, whomever is out there regarding your mental health and this next stage of your life of, hmm. of, of something that maybe you learned within these nine months that have really helped you to help mm. serve you or something that you were like, you know what, this did not serve me. And I want to let people know this did not serve me. Don't let it serve you either. Yeah. I mean, I think that's the thing. It's like an umbrella comment of like, there's so much unsolicited advice out there that you get no matter yeah. what from the moment you're trying to get pregnant to, you know, oh, this worked for me. The ovulation sticks worked for me. The clear blue worked for me, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, the, the pills, whatever yeah. it's like, everything is like, I was constantly debunking and going, okay, this may have been true for somebody, but right. it's not true for me. Right. So I think the biggest thing to take away from that is like drowning out the noise, taking what you want from where it, it does help and serve you totally, and like just throwing the rest out because it's so different. I mean, even an individual's second pregnancy, third pregnancy, whatever is going to be different than your first, right? Oh, no, yeah. no two pregnancies are the same. You're like, oh, I had the best first pregnancy. And then all of a sudden the second one comes and you're like, I'm literally miserable. Yeah. yeah. So I, I <laughs> it's just, everybody is so different and their journey is so different. And, um, you know, to listen to yourself because that's at the end of the day, you're going to know what's best and you're going to trust with that. You're making the best decisions you can for yourself. So I love that. And finally, what is your emotional support? Oh my goodness. My dog Bear is <laughs> oh, my emotional bear, bear. support. Um Good Bear Bear. The rest right He's now. my emotional support. Oh, look at that Sorry. muffin. Oh, oh look at that face. Oh, he's so perfect. It's Dottie's. We talk boyfriend. about him being a big brother. He's gonna be a big brother. Oh my gosh. And you've been what's boy. really cool, what you've been doing with Bear is you've been introducing him to the baby's room. And like to the We toys. hang out in the baby's room a lot. Yeah. And he thinks all the toys are his, which is <laughs> fine. Um, he goes into the toy like baskets and he like sniffs around and he picks one out. And I'm like, that's not yours, but it's okay. Um, and we hang out on the carpet and the rug where, um, so he gets used to hanging out near the glider. Um, yeah. You know, we just have to, you know, they're our first babies and he'll they always are. be my first baby. So he is my emotional support. He's going to be so jealous. He's going to be so jealous. By the way, today <laughs> I had to, I, I, you know, Duna was so nice to send us uh, strollers and oh, um, yes. I love my love Duna. Her. And I was love like, Duna. oh my God, I want to test it out. So I wanted to, went on a test drive. Uh, uh, um, and I Do put you put Pee Wee in it? I put Pee Wee <laughs> in it on his back. And I Stop. literally pushed him around for about 30 minutes and he didn't move. I FaceTimed no. the other Jenna. I FaceTimed my mom. I was like, what is going on? I'm going to send you this video. And I was like, how? And, and, and both of them said, well, the biggest problem that we're going to have is the baby is not going to want to be in the stroller. 
and is going to want to be like yep. held in a wrap and Pee-wee now and Pee-wee's going to want to be in the stroller and only is going to oh. want to be in a stroller. I mean, we had to make sure that we got we have the Duna and we have another stroller where there's a big basket underneath. We got the upper baby because I said Bear doesn't like to walk. His old little old man legs are yeah. getting like he only makes it so far. Yeah. And I was like, we have to get him used to like being around a stroller. So I put him in the bottom of it. And it's probably not safe, but I did it anyway. It's safe. He's <laughs> and fine. He, he loves it. He loves it. He was like, I could stay in. He could stay in here forever. His little legs were like oh. uh, crouched out the front. Oh. He was obsessed. So oh, little- we're spoiling our dogs. Our babies will be, will hate all of the products we bought for them because that's Everything. what happens. Everything. <laughs> Everything but All the dogs want love it. is like a cardboard box and they'll be happy. And they're going to be happy <laughs> and they're going to have each other. And I just want to say and, like just for everyone out there, like find yourself, you know, someone that you can go on this journey with, even if it's not another pregnant yeah. person, like just someone to share yeah. with, because I think that it's important for us to share our emotions with one another and be honest. And like there were many a dinner that Jenna saw me just like hysterically crying, being like, I don't know what I'm going to do, like how I'm going to live my life like this, like and like just the, this yeah. journey of emotions. And it like got really real for, for both of us yeah. like fast. So I love you so totally. much, Jenna. I love you too. Thanks for having me on.